and welcome, listeners, to episode 11 of the Mitch and Bird Show. I'd like to ask Bird, how the fuck are you? I'm real good, mate. Real good. Had a uh, cracking week. Straight in? Uh, yeah, straight in. Had, had a real good week this week. So, um, But firstly, before before we get going into what we've been doing, about, can we can we just talk about uh, episode 10 and the, the, the dramas we were having? Yeah, certainly, yeah. For everyone listening to that episode, it was a shocker. So don't don't just – well, hopefully you're still listening because otherwise you couldn't be hearing what I'm saying. But it it was a bad one because um, we're having a few issues with our pod provider. I'm not going to name them because they want to sponsor us. But towards the end of the episode, the longer it goes on, the more that seems like we're overlapping our voices, but that isn't really the case in real life. We do give each other an opportunity to talk. That's right. So moving on, hopefully we can get that technically fucking difficulty sorted and let's yeah, buzz it up a bit. Let's buzz it up and get it live and, then, live and learn, live and learn, froth, froth, go hard. So That's the live it. and learn is we're running, we're running quarter time, half time, three quarter, and uh, then shut it down. We're going to have fifteen minute intervals. Well, the footy's back. Hmm. Footy's back. We're we're running quarters here because we don't want to have this overlap by the end of the episode. So who's uh, who's firing us up in this first quarter? What are we delivering? We're going with just a quick chat, see how your week's been, as we always do, and then we're not going to ramble on too much. I'm going to go live to the Shen man. He'll be he'll be in his V8 holding you, driving home from work about now. So oh, nice, nice. He's, uh, I've spoken about him in the past. He's my technical difficulties man. And... Uh, what he can do with the brain in a book is unbelievable. So we're going to talk about the massive flybridge boat he bought uh, up in New South Wales and, and how he got it down and, and what he's been doing since. Because oh, at one point, one point in time, he needs to get this thing up and running so it can actually go out the heads and smash the tuna. <laughs> well, that sounds good. Sounds real good. So, and then um, we're going to switch to to Beaver for an update and special comments. Since I'm coming live from my office slash his bedroom, he still hasn't made his bed for all the peeps out there who listen in regularly. I'm looking at it. It's an absolute disgrace. But anyway, the, moving the, on. Moving on, the Beavs. It'll be good to chat with the Beavs. Looking... I've nearly broken in. We've, we've had a big day. I know oh. you've had a big day. We've all had a big day. Yeah, well, we'll just keep, like I was saying earlier to you, um, just fucking don't know how I keep doing it, mate. You think you're um, you're getting older and you think you're supposed to be winding down and you just fucking keep finding another gear. Mm. It's amazing how just the work just keeps lining up. I don't know. Is it is it because we fucking fucked up in our 20s and 30s? We just fucking didn't, didn't, didn't deliver on our... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Didn't deliver on our promise or our, our abilities. Pro-S, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, and we're just uh, and we're catching up. I hear what you're saying. I did have a good time. I reckon I've spent, I thought about it a while ago, I reckon I've done 200,000 down the drain in, um, let's call it good times. Yeah. I'll, I'll... Most of my 20s, easily. Whether it be drugs, alcohol, 
good times. Yeah, we could have gone a lot harder. We could have had a few more houses under a belt or whatever. But, you know, I, I'd never change anything. This is the one life that we live. And I've had a pretty good time. And if you change one thing, that would probably mean that you're not the person that you are right now. I like how you said that because I, I was talking to someone today and mentioned to them that I'm happy happy in my life. I said, I'm working me hard, like I'm working bloody hard, but I can't dwell on the things that have happened in my past. I've just got to learn and live with it and, and move on. And it's made me who I am today. So it's quite made funny. You, you are yeah. ended up with the beautiful wife. You got your three kids, and one little factor that would change would probably, you know, you wouldn't be where you are and who you are. Yeah, well, you had dreams, mate. You have dreams as a as a young bloke. I know the dream I had; it didn't come come to fruition, and uh, that knocked that set me back a few years. But now you just set to find another dream. So, well, my dream was to be fully set up by the by the age of forty. That's been and gone, and I don't think I've gained anything from in ten years. So uh, I've got a while to go. Uh, kids <laughs> so that was that was sport. that was your dream. So when you were a kid, you're telling me you mm-hmm. you were dreaming as a kid that you wanted to be set up like by forty, like, re- like retired. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't like even... never to work again. Yeah, well, fair enough. I know because our I know both our, our granddad retired at forty three, so we've. We've, I think all of us as kids have had that, um, like my brothers and, 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 and your your brothers and sisters and that have probably had that in the back of their minds thinking around the, we want to beat him, you know, we're so competitive. Well, let's beat bloody our grandfather to retire early. Well, it's not only about beating someone, but really money being kind of driven into us, I reckon, in a way where it was probably not, looking back and it's not healthy at all. I mean, my nah, brother and my old man are still still fighting the good fight for that one. It's, I don't think enough will ever be enough for them. But for me now, um, like I've spoken about in the past, happiness is a, is a wonderful thing and money doesn't buy happiness. And it's the most truest statement I've ever heard in my life. And moving forward, money would make you comfortable. Money yeah, it would. Money may help you out day to day, week to week, month to month, but it's not going to give you. It's not going to give you that pure feeling of just of joy and you know and that. I know what you're saying. Like the the best things in it's the song. The song speaks volumes, mate. The best things in life are free. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, they really are. The, the the best things in your life, you get you get them for nothing. Um, Little moments from your kids, little moments from just, yeah, just little moments of bliss in your life. Um, yeah, doing well at school, doing well at sport, um, buying their first car. Yep, like, um, yeah, that's that's the big one for me this week. Um, the daughter, yeah, shows I'm getting old. But, yeah, she got, she got her first car and then I think, uh, yeah, a couple of days later she got her licence. So, beautiful. She's ready to leave the nest in that, she's, that she's, beautiful looking red weapon of hers. It's a nice little rig. I honestly haven't even driven it yet, but no, they, they grow up fast. That's what any listeners out there, your little bub or little daughter or little son, little babies, <laughs> mate, cherish every moment because they do grow up quick. Um, 
it's amazing how quickly they they grow up into young adults and young 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 that live their own life. So very proud of her. And yeah, you're um she'll be down your way, I reckon. Summer now. <laughs> I think she'll, yeah. she'll she'll move into your place through the summer. She's uh. <laughs> Oh, well, she can go on the top bunk above Beaver. And, uh, <laughs> it'll be a full house. But, uh, no, nah, going back to the work, I mean, you were telling me how you've had a massive week. I've had one of my biggest weeks too. And um, it's almost like we're bloody conjoined twins that have been separated. It just, it's yeah. amazing how hard you can go. You know what I mean? Like, when you were that young, you just, even though you've got a young, fit body, your mind's not strong, I don't think. So your mind doesn't think you can do things that you can actually do. And even now when things hurt, whether it be your back, your knee, your wrist, whatever it is that you've, you know, you've done damage to the body throughout the years, it's just amazing when you get out of bed time and time again how hard you can actually go and for how long you can go for. But yeah, I'm here, hearing you. Yep. You straight into the beverages or something to uh, wash away the pain. Well, I think it's uh, part of uh, growing up and also it's just the mental toughness side of it. Um, Definitely mental. It's, it's a, all mental. You can break and you can whinge and you can cry and you can call a sickie in, but that's just being weak. Yeah. It, it is. It is. It's... Um... You just got to um, set yourself I, set yourself yeah. an ego, don't you? I just challenge anyone out there to think that when they've had the biggest day of their life, to really don't let their mind crumble, to go, well, forget that, put that in the back of your head. I can go twice as hard and twice as long and I'm just going to keep going. And really, like, challenge yourself to push, push, push. Until you're physically broken, I don't think you've ever gone hard enough. I know it's probably an odd thing to say, but the the mind can be strong and, geez, it can be weak. Yeah, it can. It can be. Uh, Good luck to all the young bucks out there growing up because sometimes any excuse will do. Oh, it's fucking like, again, I was talking to someone about my young bloke and it's hard getting them outside. It's hard getting them to do some work. You, and, and you can't – I think the gener, our, our generation gap has changed. Um, today, you know, today our kids have got so much more technology and so much, so much more stuff that's making them sit on their ass. They don't have robots yet. They're going to do everything for them. Yeah, well, it's not far away. Um, and that's the, way, that's, that's the way it's going, like – I don't know. I don't know what you're like when you think like, I remember I wasn't sort of allowed to play computer games and stuff because it was just like, nah, get out here. You got to do this. You got to do that. You know, bloody hit a, go and hit a tennis ball. Go and hit this. Go and do that. Man, I was cleaning bricks on the weekends. Oh, the old man would back up massive truckloads of bricks, solid clays. And I'd sit there with my little tomahawk and, Ten cents a brick. I know he was overpaying me, but shit, I used to put him into stacks of ten. There's a dollar, dollar. Mate, I was getting hundreds of dollars, but shit, it was hard work. And then wrapping houses, you know, getting the wrap on. Yeah. Nah. Doing that on the weekends with a mate just to get some cash together. I never did the, like, Maccas or anything like that. I just jumped straight into the building game. Maybe builders clean every now and again. 
But yeah, it was all good. Hey, done yeah. well. Done well, mate. That's how we do it. Like, um, you just don't even realise. You just you pick up these little things. Cause you, you're, the difference between me and you is you, you're all the oldest in your family. I'm, I was sort of, uh, yeah, I've got two older brothers. So you sort of just tagged along and did what they did and fucking did what they told you to do type thing. Quarter time break, we're going to, you know, we're going to shut it down and then recommence and we're going to jump straight into the Shan Man interview. We'll get on to the Shan Man, see how we're going and yeah. see how the trip home's going and, um, yeah, go from there. Beautiful. Sounds good, mate. Let's get him on. Oh, birds here. We're back. We're back. The siren's gone. Second quarter. The ball's been bounced. What's happening? Um, Shan must still be on the bench just having a sip of water before he uh, runs across the white line. Gets He's the- getting the last instructions from the coach. Come on, Shan. We need a, we need, we need the Mitch and Bird need a fucking lift. <laughs> he better not be on the phone because he might be. <laughs> you, better, oh. you better click it. real quick. Uh, oh well. Anyway, fucking, I'm looking forward to catching up with the Shan man because uh, the last time I saw him was, um, yeah, want to know if he, he's obviously still alive. <laughs> mm. I, I think I better wait till I get him on the line. Yeah, do that. I've still got the video. Did I send you the video of him on the bike? Nah, nah. I'll send it. That was fucking hell. That was uh, that was a good night. It was fucking hilarious. He's got Abby. It's like um, because you know, as as we're getting fucking older, you think <laughs> you go back and you think, you know, you know, um, you know, off like this Facebook fucking page. Three, it's called Three AM Thoughts. Hey, oh, I think we got him. I think we got someone on board. Yo yo. Oh, that's great. Hey, mate, how you going? Yeah, good, thanks, Bird. Yourself? Yeah, real good. Real good. Shan, we're, uh, we're on pod number 11. We're coming live to you on your way home. What's the quality like coming out of the car? Oh, it's yeah, not, not too bad. You can tell you're travelling, but it's not too bad at all. That's what we want. Where are we travelling? Well, where are we at the moment? How's the traffic? Traffic is uh, very, very good at this time of night. Very light. It is one of my preferred uh, travelling times. And uh, very, uh, very, very cruisy. Been coming from yeah, up in Clayton Way. I'm on the uh, just finished getting off Penlink, the last speed camera. Oh, yep. Come, Beautiful. Coming through, so you've had the last of the time check cameras and uh, you should be free as a bird for the remainder of your journey. Yeah, correct, correct. Have you heard that there's more cameras on that thing now? Mate, as the listeners know, I don't go to Melbourne anymore. Well, lucky, <laughs> lucky, yeah, lucky you. I go from Rye to Sorrento to Portsy to Rye. So I'm pretty fortunate. But, yeah, what's going on? They used to have the the three cameras, which were point-to-point, which people didn't know about. It would often take a month before you got a ticket, and then you'd get a ticket day after day after that. <laughs> you'd have no points left for, uh, for your licence. So 
You know, it's, yeah. they've actually added these these big black domes that can actually zoom in and see if you're using your phone. <laughs> you're joking. No. Well, 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 you should be on Bluetooth, shouldn't you? Yeah. Would, a, would a shot shotgun fix them or? Oh, look, I think they'd probably see you coming before you had a shot off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, yeah. Shan, it's good to hear you because the, the last time I saw you, mate, you were, you were saddled up, ready to go. I think it was about 5 a.m. in the morning. It sounds like you got home all right. <laughs> yes, Just I did. Because there was, there, was, there was a lot of, um, uh, what's the word? There was a lot of talk about which was the best route to go home on that night. Like, should I take this road or that road? Or So, obviously, you got home all right, which is good to hear. Yeah, yeah. Look, it was, uh, it was a mission. Um, I was very, very grateful that I grabbed, which I found out later, Abby's jumper on the, uh, on the way out. Um, but yes, it was a very, very challenging ride. I was, I had, I had your voices in my head, sort of telling me you can do it. Um, <laughs> I just I wanted you to go down my driveway and go tits up before you got the road. Is what I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could, I could hear you banking on that. But I was, I was in a zone, and I was, uh, I had a bit of trouble. I don't know what your, what your gears are going to be like, but I had a bit of. Uh, it was a bit trying to just in the dark fumble my way through. How do I adjust the adjust the gears? Yeah, well, there's only two big sprockets, but the rear's got a few you can tamper with. So no, it was good. Look, I got I got all the way there. I could, I could not get up the last hill. There was no way I was getting up that last hill. Burn was a problem. Burn <laughs> was a problem. Um, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. It didn't matter how. And it's just amazing when you're in. Uh, that early in the morning and we'd had a good night and the whole um yeah just going driving just blindly just knowing that it was pitch black not many street light down down our ways there so um it was just pretty much may as well be riding through with my eyes closed a couple of times it was just like i can get from that one to that one and i hope there's no cat or dog or or bin <laughs> or car <laughs> well it's been a couple uh, of weeks Abby hasn't seen a jumper, and I don't know where my push bike is. But uh... oh, I thought you grabbed the push bike. Oh, I hope it's still there. No, I haven't touched it. Nah, it's still, it is still there. I did. I did stay outside for the remaining of the next day, probably mm. a little bit in too much uh, eyesight of the general public. But we are in a very um, safe community down here, so. It didn't. Um, it was still there, which I was glad about. It about midday the next day, I thought oh, I better go and see if the bike's still there. Well, <laughs> yeah, I spoke to your miss, and she, she gave me the red hot tip, and she was up at six a.m. to go to a um, bachelorette day, and you came in white as a ghost, freezing, and um, you just put yourself to bed, and that was the end of it. Yeah, I mean that was the end of your entire day. Yeah. All Sunday, gone. Yeah, yeah. I got. I was up. I was up a bit after lunch. Um, but yeah, I definitely was feeling for you. I'm thinking I couldn't have made the the next event on the uh, on the Sunday. The yeah, the course. calendar. It was a rough calendar. <laughs> Very rough. 
I just want to ask. I just want to ask the question because um, I found myself at, at our age, and you're in those sort of situations. Did you contemplate like some, you know, as you're riding home in the cold, and you're thinking, "Fuck, I'm too old for this. What? Why? Why am I doing this at this age? Five a.m. in the morning." Did you? Did, was that thought going through your head at some stage on the ride home? No, look, no, not too bad. Not too bad. No, I, I wasn't. You know, I think uh, you know we we had some good times when we were younger. So no, I didn't. I didn't mind the bit of the the, the early morning. Um, I was just very very grateful that I was able to find that jumper. I remember asking for a jumper <laughs> as I was leaving, and Jazzy was uh, Mitch was just like no. No, you'll be right, and I've just seen it on the way out, and I've chucked it on, and I've, I said, if I hadn't have had that, I reckon I would have been a different, uh, a different experience on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, well, you done well. Being, yeah, no, that's being that's being washed. Um, I had I had mentioned to to uh, Justin, like, where, where, you know, where's the uh, jumper and and uh, and that's with your said, with your consent. Can I? Can I post a video on our Instagram of you on the push bike and Abby and a Beastie's jumper heading down the hill? <laughs> Look, possibly. I might have to check to see how much bum crack I had going. Um, Substantial. <laughs> and that was with me. I remember trying to wrench my pants up pretty high so I could keep the, the, cold, the cold breeze off the back. Well, her jumper wasn't really – it's like a midriff jumper, woolen knit. <laughs> No, I don't think it was built for coverage. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Shan, we've got you on. We want to talk about this uh, little thing you got sitting down there in the harbour. The lovely boat. The lovely boat, yes. It has a name. You've got to refer to it by her name. Yeah, she's called Endless Summer. Endless Summer. Yep. Uh, Length, fit- width, girth, height. A fitting, yeah, fitting name. It's uh, 32 foot, which equates to just under 10 meters. Um, it's a, it is a, it's what they call a flybridge cabin cruiser. Uh, it's 1996 or 86, so she's a bit of an old girl, but it's, but she had um, a couple of, she just been repowered, so in 2015, so pretty much bought. Pretty much bought the engines. Um, the, the the hull just came just came with it. So, yeah, and that's what that's obviously what's very important about the boats is the engines are in good nick. Uh, yeah, what so, were they? Twin Cat or Cummings? Uh, two Cummings, two hundred and ten uh, horsepowers each. Uh, stern drive. So, um, yeah, no, it was a very good. It was a very good find. Very lucky find. Um, um, yeah, for the poor for the poor person who actually did sell it, look, he just repowered it and then he became a little bit unwell. Um, so he sort of yeah downgraded to a smaller boat. So lucky enough for me, I'd sort of been looking at the time, and that uh yeah, it's sort of oh this is this is look it was a bit more probably than uh, the budget was first expecting, but when you just sort of saw this whole yeah you know the, the engines came with I think twenty six hours on them. Um, so yeah, new engines, new trannies, new props. Yeah, it was it was it was a good little find. Um, 
it's it's been interesting sort of exercise the old looking for boats at that uh of that size and down here look they're um good there's a lot there's a lot for sale so it's sort of the buy it was a buyer's market at the time um this is not anymore yeah it's obviously yeah pre-covid um but yeah it was it was a good buy. I had actually gone and had another a look at another boat, which, which I did put uh, an offer down or put a thousand dollar deposit down. Uh, part of the whole sort of when you buy these, I'm not look. I'm not sure what size um, boat you would consider before you don't get one of these surveys done. Uh, but they recommend you pay. Look, it's like two, two, two and a half thousand dollars to get a professional to look over the boat tell you if the engines are any good they fire them up you've got to they come out of the they come out of the water they get washed they try and check to see if there's any osmosis it was a, a very big learning curve on the whole and of course I got probably pretty keen I mean I was sort of on a mission a bit like when you go to the shops I'm not a window shopper I just want to get in there and get out um once you got your mindset on something it's pretty hard to walk yeah. away so that first one, I've sort of seen it, pretty much thought, oh, yep, yeah. did a little bit of wheeling and dealing and thought, yeah, right, and I'll take it. But the good thing was, it was it's all subject to this survey. So, um, and you got a salesman. This was like a, a proper salesman down in uh, sort of near Gippsland. Oh, and if it fails, you, you get your deposit back. Yeah, you get your deposit back. You still had to pay for the survey and uh, like the clean. Um yeah. And it's hard too because apparently someone had only done that like probably oh, three weeks earlier, but they're not willing to, you know, they're not willing to give you a copy of it. You know, no, so they're going to share the wealth, dog. Yeah. dog so, but this boat was look, it was it was a beautiful boat. Like it'd been very well maintained. The first one I had a look at, it was a little bit longer, um, another two foot, which was amazingly sort of it was different, a lot slightly different setup, but upholstery everything was beautiful you know and i don't mind a bit of a bit of new um blinging you yeah well not blinging you couldn't afford blinging you but definitely new new enough to make me feel like yeah this would this will uh this would be good but yeah got the survey done one of the one of the two engines are volvos 1500 hours on them each uh one just wouldn't uh one just started overheating um, and that was sort of one of the, the real good learning curves about about boat ownership that it's I suppose like a car that you know if the if the thing's overheating you, you it's it's not a good thing. Um, do do your homework. Well, I guess the point would be get a survey on something you can't put on the trailer. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. And get it checked out. Yeah, that sounds yeah, good. Get it. Get it checked out. So that was. Um, but then you're also relying on. I don't want to. I end up. Getting, looking at another area and I ended up getting a survey. Now, sadly, the survey person on the next one definitely didn't do as good a thorough job. Um, but, yeah, that's what I say. It's definitely, it's been, a, it, was a, it was a big Oh, it's just the boat you ended up with. Yeah, the boat I ended up with. Um, I'd really wanted well, to... Well, it's a nice, it's, look, it is a lovely boat, but the whole reason I brought you on is because you are my go-to bloke for when anything's fucked, anything I can't fix, computers... You seem to have a head on you that you can just, if you don't even know it, you can just find a way of learning it or solving a problem. And what I thought the people and listeners would like to hear about 
is a, even a project of that size, the human brain is capable at some point in time, mine isn't, but yours is, of getting a big book or, or doing some Googling and, and the amount of work you put into this boat, like I stated earlier before you came on, there will be a point in time where we take this thing out of the heads and chase some tuna. I don't think you're there yet, but you're probably not far off. No, nah, not far off. Not far off. I know that there's, um, uh, yeah, there's a few, few things to be a bit more comfortable with. But no, I do appreciate that. It has definitely. Um, I do enjoy tinkering and a bit of um, and and the gadgets. And I think, you know, that, I think being part of when you, when you enjoy it and you've got like, maybe a passion or you want to learn something or it's a hobby. Yeah, it's been it's quite uh, pleasant. A bit like what you, you know, what you guys have talked about. The ideal job and working at that that ideal uh that the ideal place and that makes you sort of happy so yeah definitely uh definitely enjoy 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 this this element well there's been a few big things because at one point you did a prop seal or something and there was a frantic bit of work that had to be done and undertaken with multiple pumps and if this this seal change out failed you could have sunk the boat <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, that's below waterline shit that you're tampering with. That's not yeah. very good. That's not good to hear. But oh, so what had happened was it's probably it's actually not a bad segue from what we we're talking about before. The old engines heating up. So the cooling system for an engine is coming in. There's no. It's not. It's like air, like a radiator. So you're actually suck seawater into the engine, and that's what keeps it cool. Um, basically, one problem that I haven't been able to address yet is that I seem to be having some electrolysis where my the valves that bring the water in have been uh, rusting. So there's like a, a stray current or something that is actually creating any metal object that's in contact with the water. That's amazing. So, oh, fucking hell. Yeah. And that's it's been, it was, and I've gone down, I've, look, I've gone just for a typical sort of basic service is also because you've got salt water going through the engine you've also then got some uh of those you know sacrificial anodes that go inside there to protect the engine so the metal yeah doesn't natural corrosion so I thought, All right. yeah the, the weakest metal um so i thought i better i better check them so i turn the i turn these valves off the new beauty um check the anodes yeah they look pretty good go to turn the valves back on one comes on one doesn't. One, I, I shear the, I shear the, uh, basically the handle, and it stays in the closed position. Yeah. Now, that renders the boat unusable. <laughs> so it's just like I think it was just coming into, yeah, more about just coming into Christmas or coming in, yeah, it was a long weekend, something like that. That was just like you're kidding me, um, you know, coming. In, I think I might have done just like Boxing Day or something like that, where basically the shops weren't going to be open. I had no hope of going down back to the marina to pull the boat out to fix this. And you've thing. shut so the cooling system that, down to one engine. Yeah. So it was like, well, the boat only going to it's going to do circles. I can't <laughs> one engine's not no. going to do do me any good. So yeah, we've gone for the we've gone all right. Um, have to change this thing in the water. Um, you know, ask some questions, did some googling, and. Yeah, decided to strip this, strip this, the all the hoses to this valve, and and the intent was to potentially change this valve out. But we got down and stripped it down that far that I was able to get a screwdriver in and 
open the open the ball valve enough or fully to be able to let water back through. Now that was pretty funny because you're sitting there in the bottom of your boat, laying on the ground, you know, not a lot of room. It's a decent room, but and there's just full water coming in. Like you, you can put your hand on it and stop it, but there is just water pouring into your boat. <laughs> and, and you then you got to like quickly, <laughs> you got to quickly put everything back together. Um, and then yeah, so look. It is still, it's open now. It's jammed open. For me, I've been able to use it. Obviously, the danger is, is at some point in time, you've got to be able to turn it off. Or if I ended up with a burst hose, uh, you know, I end up sort of back in, in survival mode, figuring out how to stop the boat from not sinking. Um, so, yeah, that's, the, that's the, the valve still to be replaced, but will be replaced in the... Uh, when it comes out of the water next. Your boat actually of, uh, reminds was... me of the boat off Jaws when uh, they've got the flybridge and the thing's like jumps, at the end of the movie, it jumps on the back of the boat and starts gnawing the shit out of uh, out of the boat and it eventually sinks it. And the dude, the last man standing, yep. he's up on the flybridge as the thing goes down and, and falls over. That's what the boat reminds yep. me of. So, yeah, not a small boat. But you've had another issue, haven't you? You've had a battery or something blow up in the last week or two. Yeah, this was another. Well, I said I hate to have been on the boat when it did it. I don't know. Like I say, I'd probably have to uh, empty my pants. But the um, went down and just did the. You know, it was again before a long weekend. We actually went down to go. Yeah, all right, we're going fishing. Beautiful. Uh, we'll go and you know always sort of open up the hatches, just check the oils, things like that. Um, look down there, I see this bit of plastic sort of on the ground. I'm just thinking, what's, what's, where's that sort of come from? It seems a bit odd. Um, have a bit more of a look around and yet this uh, monster of a battery, which is basically a truck battery. I mean, it's, it's twice of what you'd see in a traditional car. I mean, it's, it's just a monster. Um, and there's two of them and one of them's, yeah, one of them's the tops off and it's cracked and I look around and there's just like basically acid just all hanging off the off the wires um and yeah that obviously stopped us from going fishing that day or so well that's one engine out again what um, caused that to, yeah well that that's uh, that's the hard thing i don't i can't put my finger on it and that's what probably annoys me more um because those batteries aren't cheap and you're now replacing them <laughs> yeah now replace and replacing the one that hasn't hasn't didn't blow up because of uh, the worry that it might look some of it's there's you know i mean just from again i suppose googling some of it's sort of saying that it could be uh because they were actually truck batteries they which is i mean i find this very uh look they, they say there's truck batteries trucks batteries are also can take vibration um some of the battery people I've spoken to, they said, look, some brands, they'll just rebrand it saying it's marine, even though it's not a marine battery. But they did actually say that Century do actually make a different marine battery. They sort of did put like a gel coating on the cells inside. So it was a little bit, yeah, I, I still don't know. I mean, you look inside it, it looks like there has been some corrosion going on. Is this been part of the problem that's like the corrosion I've got with my valves? Um, I'm hoping it's not, you know, I'm hoping it's not a short. I've done a lot of, a lot of, a lot of wiring. So, I mean, it could be my, my, my not quite so handy work, but, um, you know, they do say because it does let go some of the gases, 
uh, or you know, it's it could be just the fact it was it, it drained that much. Um, I had, I had, I remember take when I last took it out. It struggled to to start one of the batteries, so I just flicked it over the other battery. It's good having the two. Was able to start the boat, and we went, you know, we went on our merry way. Um, it was charged again when I, you know, by the time we got there and wanted to turn around, um, it had had enough charge from the alternator. Because I then put it on a, I put it on battery on a charger, top of the top of the brand charger. Um, so, but then again, you you read this this thing of if uh, a runaway charge, so it can actually get get overcharged and it thinks it still needs a charge when really it should turn off. Makes sense, and that's why it blew its top. Yeah, if anybody does end up putting one of these charges on and it comes with a little temperature sensor, I have since found out that that temperature sensor needs to be put right next to the battery. And that would have actually detected heat and it would have then stopped the charge. But that, that I, I'm sure I remember when I put the charger in, I did not realise, or I remember trying to read, what do I do with this little temperature thing? And it didn't really, from, from my memory, didn't really tell me clearly but yeah, since reading about exploding batteries, I've since discovered that that temperature sensor, if it was right right next to the battery, pretty much strapped onto the side of it, it would have um, it would have stopped this runaway charge because it would have detected heat because it was actually heating up as it was exploding, and it would have stopped uh, charge sending charge to it. Well, it's super tech talk there. I reckon it would have helped a few people out. Eighty nine percent of our listeners are female. <laughs> um, some of them may not have got as much out of it as others, but I'm sure some girls out there would have just frothed on that talk. Just frothed on it. Now, Shan, my, my microphone still give me grief. I don't want to spend money on something that doesn't want to work. Um, at what point in time can you get your ass around here and, uh, and, and fix it? Well, we've got a long weekend, so if there's ever going to be a time, it will be uh, it will be this weekend, and yeah, so I'm off to I'm off to have what we we got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. As much as we're going to be doing a fair bit on the house, I've got to put some new batteries in the boat. He's stuck. <laughs> so, well, I'll be working. Uh, me and Beavy will be setting your place out on Friday, so look forward to that. That'll be Friday morning because then I've got to go around to the old man's cooter boat put the dive set on and, and clean his hull underneath the water. So Friday morning's you. Saturday, Sunday's free. Monday is take my youngest to the footy. So weekend's already spent. Let's move on. Well, you know what you're doing while you're down. Am I bringing the boat over and you're giving mine a little bit of a rub on the bottom as well? Give it a tickle her tummy a bit? Well... Beavy's actually got a dive ticket. I'd have to get two tanks. Are you willing to throw some cash in? About 50 bucker? Yeah, we should, could be able to sort something out. Yeah, well, because I'll help. He can help me do the old man's, and then we'll both come and do yours. Because last time I ran out of air, yeah. remember, I nearly died. Yeah, I think, I, was, I, think I was there for that yeah. one. You sitting there? You... Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I... Swam across, went under, went under this boat, and I was under about about four minutes, and then ran out of air. It wasn't it yeah, wasn't that good? That was the one where I remember coming coming and picking me up with your with your beautiful wife, and I said, "Have a look at him. He's just strolling in like James Bond." 
coming in, coming in <laughs> out of the, uh, the holding the, the tank in one hand. It was uh, there. He is. What's his name? That Daniel Craig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just needed a spear gun. Seeing would have been complete. Uh, yeah. All right, Shane. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on inaugural. Thought we'd just introduce you lightly with a bit of uh, tech talk, and um, and then we've got plenty of other fun stories to to get you back with because I did spend a lot of my youth with you, a lot of time spent on your parents' balcony, which is now your balcony. We can talk about the baby carrots <laughs> another day. <laughs> now, nah, awesome! Thanks for thanks for having no us. Worries. Look forward to the next Take one. It easy, All right, Shane. bud. Have a good one. See you, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks, bud. See you, mate. G'day, Beeb. How you going, mate? Good, mate. Good. We just wanted That's... to talk about being in your bedroom slash office while you can't make your bed. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Have a look at the state of the fucking thing. A man's got to get up and get busy in the morning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> needs, a, needs a good woman to do it for you. Yeah, that's right. But uh, the 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 man he rolls out, Mitch, and he rolls out, and as soon as I see him, I'm just like, he's like, get in the car. Every morning, just get in the car. As soon as he sees me, he knows he's fucked because it's it's go time. <laughs> this, this this guy will get up at five in the morning and start ginning around in my kitchen. You know my kitchen, like it's open plan. He'll have a coffee, six wheat bix, root around forever in a day, have a dart, whatever. But still, when I get out there at six thirty in the morning, because all I do is wake up, do my teeth, have a look at myself. And then I'm out, clothed and gone. <laughs> I'm half asleep still. And then I get out there and he's still making rolls and pondering in the kitchen. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking going. Get your shit and let's go. And there hasn't been a day that he's been working with me that he hasn't been fully clothed when he got in the van to take off. He just always dragging his boots or doesn't have any socks or there's always some... <laughs> What time do you need to get up to be fully organised? Well, there's always something to do, man. I think you can sympathise with that. I've always got something to do. If you haven't done this, there's that, you know. Fuck that's around. It's the, the routine. You gotta, you gotta do things in time, don't you? I can't. Well, I don't have the routine. You see. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, okay. <laughs> Well, he's, he's in his head. There's a routine, but then it goes out the window. I think there's like there perhaps is some procrastination at time, some perfectioning of role making. Perhaps as soon as I see Jazz, though, I just start freaking out because I know it's show time and I've got to be in that van asap. <laughs> it's go, it's go time. So yeah. it's all going good down there, beef. Yeah, mate. Yeah, we've been pretty busy. We're getting it done, smashing through it. So uh, it's good to hear. Earlier segment, we, me and Bird spoke about how at the age of 41, 42, how do we find ourselves busier than ever before and working harder <laughs> than you've ever done before? Like, it's just ridiculous. He's saying the same thing. Bird is like, oh, I'm just having monsters. 
and we're doing the same. You just love to put out, but I suppose you get to the end of the day and it's uh, if you've done that physical work, you're rooted, but you you feel invigorated as well. Yeah, yeah you do, don't you? You do. Have you seen? I sent you through that. I found on me on my phone. I got that little um, little heart app, little health monitor. I never knew it knew about it, but it fucking registers all you, how far you walk and how far you step. And you, have you got that on your phone? You you carry your phone in your pocket. It's funny you say that. Yeah, phones are always in the pocket. But I was actually telling Beef today about how all these people come to me through the footy club and go, oh, I've had a, oh, they go, I oh, know you're busy. This is, and I go, and then they pr- pr- proceed to tell you how they've had a massive week and that their step on matter. Oh, they've walked bloody six kilometers on set or, <laughs> or done this in surgery or something like this. I'm like, dude, you don't understand what a real day is. Like, we would have walked 15 to 20, but we're like in 20 kilo bags every time we go on any bit. You're doing work. Bloody oath. You do. It's funny how it's, um, yeah, it's good stats. I've seen you the photos because got... we were having a comp, you and me, about who had a bigger day. And I'm just like, you're like, nah, there's no way you had a bigger day than me. And we're like, ah, fuck off. There is every chance that we had a bigger day than you. And I've seen you the photos because I do think we did have a bigger day than you. <laughs> yeah, you've done all right. I, I fucking... My day just turned into a, a bigger day than it fucking should have. I, I, I'll tell you what, I was going I was going home. I'd done. I was like, beauty, I had some jobs to do with me, me young son. I was like, righto, you're working with me after school tonight, mate. So I was all planned. So this is at four o'clock in the afternoon. So just as I was about to leave work, I was like, fuck, I'll, I'll check the check the cows, make sure none are carving. What's happening? Fucking cows carving, isn't it? So I couldn't, okay. I, you know, you can't, I can't leave because, you know, I don't want to have a dead calf. If she has trouble, it's on my watch and I'm not going to have that. Oh, anyway, this is at work, not even at your this, place. No, not even at my place. This was at work. I was like, I'm not, no. not letting, you know, I'm not going to have a dead animal on my watch. So anyway. And then I cracked the shits in the end because the cow wasn't pushing the calf out. So I was like, oh, fuck you. I'll get you in. I'm just pulling it out. So got her in the yard, grabbed get hold. Get the arms in. Yeah. You get... If you're not going to push, I'm going to pull. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted to go. I was like, I want to get out. I've got things to do. Anyway, pulled the calf out. Beautiful. Lovely little, <laughs> lovely little girl. As easy as that, as all the viewers would know. Just get yeah. arms deep and grab onto a hoof and then yeah, pull yeah. her out. And just give, yeah, and just fucking, well, takes a bit of pulling, but you, if you really want to, you just got to get angry with it and heave. Well, heave. Did you uh, get any slop on the body, any afterbirth <laughs> splashing? You, you, you get cut, you get, uh, you get covered in it, but same, being, being, ex, being experienced, you go, I go and put on the apron that you wear when you milk, mate. You're very an experienced campaigner because, yeah. If it, any 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 splash on the lip? Oh, I've had that before. <laughs> I have had that before. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, got the calf out. Everything's out. I'm waiting, to, ready to drive out. Guess what? The fucking girl, the girl who's supposed to be milking the cows, not hasn't is a no show. 
So here, the the fan, you know, the boss is away on holidays, and I'm like, fuck. Well, the cows have got to be milked. I said, I've got. Well, everyone's taking the piss, are they? You're the oh. only one doing it. And I'm the only one there. I'm thinking, fuck. So I make a phone call. Oh, what's going on? Oh, well, I said, oh, well, it looks like I'll have to fucking milk. So did you, know, you wash yeah. down the apron before you started milking? <laughs> no, in there, in in there we go. And oh, fuck, mate. You know, just when you wanted to do other shit. Day changes, fucking anyway. Milk the cows, got them done, and because me phone went out, me missus turns up. I don't know where the fuck. I'm thinking, fucking, what does she think? You know, she probably think I'm up to no good. I'm not not home. Fucking phones off. Fucking rare occasions. <laughs> Rolls into the dairy and fucking. I'm like, she's like, oh, I need it. Need a hand. We've got to go to fucking. I've got to leave Cayuga. I was shattered. I'm like, um, she she needed to go and pick some, pick up some furniture at a, in a town which was fucking forty five minutes away. Needed well, needed me, and I'm like, fuck. I said, I've got to finish milking, got to do this. But anyway, it wasn't so. You know, your daughter's got a driver's license and probably capable of helping her. Yeah, well, she was off. She she was off doing something else. So um, yeah. naturally. Anyway, that was my day, <laughs> mate. But it's like, hey, fuck lift. I was looking at them photos, Beeve, and I was feeling for you. I didn't no. tell me how many bags of fucking concrete did did Mitch mix up. Oh well, he didn't mix any, but he carried a few. Oh, he car- he didn't mix any, but he carried a few. So he was he was making you mix them all up, was he? Yeah, he was flat out. There was fucking fifty stumps that had to go in the hole, right? Concrete stumps <laughs> for a deck. High end client. We uh, we decided the only sensible way to do this thing because it was a pain in the ass where the deck is. It was either get a crane for materials, get a concrete pump. It was all too hard. So instead, we just got two pellets of uh, the old builder's mix concrete. So they're 20 kilo bags, 84 bags per pellet times two. I don't know. That equals about 1.7 tonne of material. That I had to come off the truck, and That's just per pallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, per pallet. Yeah, one point seven ton per pallet. Had to come off the truck <laughs> straight onto the ground so the delivery guy could leave because he wasn't too impressed with the efforts that were going down. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the forklift top material? Was the question. Um, so we unloaded them by hand onto the ground. Got rid of the driver. And then Beave would put six in the barrow. Well, I'd help him. And then he'd barrow them down. And then I'd just grab one and just keep walking back and forth until we'd moved about 140 bags at 20 kilo down to our decking arena, which was quite a ways away. And then it was time to get old Red Rattler out, which uh, was a nickname for the concrete mixer, which is uh, it's actually it's Shan Man's <laughs> dad's concrete mixer from when his dad, who's a plumber, Laid all the bricks on his own house about 40 years ago, and this thing is not got a big barrel on it. The The state of the thing is antique, and uh, <laughs> Beavy had serious concerns when we put this thing up due to pure weight and age if it was even going to turn a barrel. Did it miss a beat? I assured him that it would turn over and it wouldn't miss a beat, but he wasn't having any of it. <laughs> There's a lot of whinging going on. We're carrying it down the hill. Anyway, we set her up, start turning over instantly. He's already like, yep, I acknowledge now it works. And it didn't skip a beat. 
Did it be thee? It just chewed oh, up. I got it done, but bird, you wouldn't believe this thing. <laughs> the the thing, it's got the smallest barrel for how heavy this thing is. It's got these shitty little wheels on it that you that would work okay if one of them wasn't jammed up, and it was rolling it over concrete. But we're trying to drag its skull, drag it over the dirt. <laughs> We had to carry it. It was there. It was, oh. yeah, we got to the end of the day and I said, I'm not moving that mixer. <laughs> I, I, calcula- I calculated that we, I reckon there was about 10 tonne. It would have been over 10 tonne of, you know, because we had to mi- move the concrete bag so many times. We moved it, shift and poured, include, you know, and then the concrete stumps as well. There was 40, 40 odd of them or whatever. It was like over 10 tonne of, you know, weight I've, that had I've been lifted. moved. No, he's lifted done well. And, and the but th- it's just, it's, it's crazy that the body can just, you know, you think 10 tonne and you, you think, if someone said, oh, you've got to move 10 tonne today, you think, <laughs> well, stick that right up your ass, mate. You've got no way, but you know what I mean? Oh, like it can you, be you, done, but You just chip through it and you can get it done. It can be done, so but I'll, I'll give you his credit because... Um, I was, I was telling, I was spoke to Mitch earlier. I, I worked in the freezers, mate, lumping meat, and we, we'd do, we'd do t- yeah. twenty ton a night, easy yeah. on, on my own. But yeah. in, in saying that, you're doing that day in day out, so your body and your muscles got used to it. Yeah, it's a difference when you're like, I still remember my first two, like I, I think it was my second night in the freezers. I just said to the young bloke, I think we're halfway through the night. I said, mate. I can't do any more. So I don't want to be rude. I said, I'm not a weak prick. My body, <laughs> my body's <laughs> shutting down from the night before. The night before I kept up with him, but the second night I was fucked. And he just, this young fellow I was working with, great young, great young fellow, just put his hand on my shoulder and goes, I gotcha. I gotcha. I'll cover you for the night. He goes, oh, I've been there. I understand what your body's going through. You'll be right in a couple of days. <laughs> And I was fucking pretty stoked. He didn't have a go at me. He just fucking, he just let me kick back and he, he took over, the young fella. <laughs> he said, oh. but uh, I'd... What, he only had 40 ton to do as a result of you uh, kicking the heels up? <laughs> no, look, I, I, still, I still hung around and tried to do a few, but it was just not to the level that was required. Like, later on, yeah, once yeah. after... Um, after you know, once I was in there for a couple of weeks, I was you know, I was number one, mate. Don't worry about that, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. No, nah, no worries. It man. was like, fucking, right. I'll show you how to fucking lump meat. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you should have seen these. Uh, so while we've been so yesterday, we would we marked out, we dug all these holes by hand, you know, with a fucking auger, two man auger. Oh, fuck, so your bodies would be fucking feeling it. Yeah, oh, but the, what I'm getting at is, yeah, we've had two big days on this new site in Porty, but in the background, there's these two landscape gardeners <laughs> 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 who wouldn't have done fucking shit in two whole days. Oh and they haven't done anything. Uh, there's one plane around in the smallest bobcat you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> now, this, this landscape project is due to go on for four to five months. Now... The way these two are carrying on, there's every likelihood it's going to go on for a year. <laughs> <laughs> because I've never seen ginning like it in my life. 
Oh, they, like, they're just taking the piss, are they? Someone, someone down there got too much money not watching them? Oh, 100%. But you better be careful because the people with too much money have just spent the last two days setting up CCTV throughout the property to keep an eye on what's going on. Yeah. Fucking a rich, rich... Uh, or, <laughs> I remember a rich bloke. Um, he was in Hong Kong at the time when I was working, working for this company. And um, I was... He'd um, built this pool, like indoor pool in Adelaide. It was a immaculate house, like millions house. And I was down in the pool checking out this mosaic. He had this special mosaic pool built. And, and I mm. was down in the pool checking it all out, like just in awe of it. Get a phone call from me, fucking boss. Get the, you know, get the fuck out of the pool now. The fucking owner's <laughs> on the phone ringing me. I'm looking, what the fuck? Where? He's going, he's ringing me from his office in Hong Kong. He's watching you fucking walk around. So I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talking about CCTV. That, that, that was going back a while, but yeah. No, yeah, lucky you didn't have your coffee. <laughs> lucky I wasn't up to no good. Yeah. I was, but I was just in awe. In, in... You, could have, you could have full well been playing to yourself in the pool. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> the, no, the pool was empty, but it was just the, I was checking out. Yeah, but you could have been in there playing with yourself. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could have could have been in there trying to tune his wife, is what you're saying. <laughs> nah, just cocky in there. Peace, shit. Uh, uh, yeah, you could have been. Doing it, yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh uh, well, less life, less uh, learnt there. <laughs> yeah, in this day and age, be very careful because everyone is watching you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Or just pretend they are and behave yourself. Yeah, fucking yeah. ace. Anyway, we 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 anyway. in this third quarter. Or are we going into the fourth. Mate, we're deep in the fourth. We're about to shut her down. Uh, I'm about to go into the rooms and get a rub down. Oh, nice, nice. Don't want to. Don't want to go for a quick five k. No, no. That was last night. That was a. That was probably a tenner, to be honest. Jesus, fucking lucky duck. I haven't gone for a run for a while. No, I hadn't either. So it was a it was a bit of a surprise to me. I was I was asleep at the time. <laughs> uh, and how we how yeah. we feel uh, fitting in down there, Beef? Kids. Yeah, the kids hate you. Kids hate you. <laughs> yeah, he's smacking them. Smack, I keep trying to be their father. Yeah, smacking them in no. the line. Oh, he knows what it's like. It's the same old shit, especially the youngest. What is it? It's the three things. It's the lunchbox. <laughs> it's uh, the having the shower and putting his bloody retainer in his mouth. So um, it's never any battle day by day. <laughs> Every day. Abs is into him. <laughs> Every day. So, uh, nah, B's fitting in quite well. The kids don't know they can't... Uh, they can't push him over. So if they're trying to sneak any lollies or anything, beef straight into them. I can just hear him chirping at them. You allowed to be doing that? And then I'm like, no, they're fucking not. Whatever they're doing, there's no chance they're allowed to do it. Yeah, we're allowed to do that. Dad, yeah, Dad lets us do this. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's been a few fibbies being caught out, especially the youngest. Yeah, he's yeah. fucking good, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, chip off the old block that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> old, old, old Schmackles thought he had the run of beef, but uh, 
Beef soon caught on to old Schmackler. No, I have a bit of fun with little Schmackler when I get down there. Yeah, I think I think he's got me wrapped around his little finger though. Yeah, well, that is life. That is, it is. Now it's been a good chat, mate, and hopefully, um, I can get a fucking uh, someone. A guest on the show. I've got someone lined up, I think, for next week. We'll see how I go. I'll, I'll let you know. No, we'll do that. I think Beavy's our regular now. We're going to give him a bit of a 15-minute <laughs> segment week in, week out. I, uh... I better come up with something reasonable then. This has been a pretty poor showing. No, that's all right, Beavy. That's how we do it. Like, fuck, mate. These, these, <laughs> these fucking, shit, mate, these fucking Yanks this. need to hear what a few true blue Aussies, you know, with a bit of Anzac blood in the system are like, mate. That's what, it, that's what it's all yeah, about. Yeah. Oh, am I allowed to call um, them you Yanks? You shouldn't be getting into them, bird. <laughs> you might have to believe that. Oh, no, we'll be, we'll be no, right. Fucking, we'll leave it in. It'll be a love hate relationship. I love them and birds no, yeah. into them. No, gotta, like, yeah, I'm, well, I haven't really. Gotta, we're going to have to get Ricardo on. I want to know what's going on over there, you know? Yeah, we'll get him back on. We'll get him back on. Because I'd like to know does his 20 kilo bag of concrete have a symbol that shows that two weak men should be carrying it? <laughs> Yeah, that's like all. Uh... Not only are they not not the single man carrying a forty, they reduced them to twenty. But now there's a symbol on them that has two weak men holding <laughs> one bag. You got to carry carry twenty kilos of two men. Fuck, I'm gonna. Uh... Could you imagine? I'm gonna it? bring that up. At... You ima- I said, I I said, Beef, let's do, let's try this. He goes, oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm gonna bring that up at work They're tomorrow. Have to start, I reckon. <laughs> Yeah. They'll have to start bloody uh, uh, slaughtering these uh, animals a bit sooner so they're not so heavy <laughs> so they don't have to lug 20 tonne of No, well, like that. They, uh, they used to pack the boxes. It was around 27 kilo boxes fit in the box. So maybe now they, they're making them under 20, I reckon. They, but, you know, it is an abattoirs, mate. They don't fuck around with the safety. They don't give a shit. Yeah, pretty pretty rough, uh, pretty uh, pretty uh, hard work. Soon as one. soon as someone starts causing issues, they soon get rid of them, mate. <laughs> yeah. And how did you get let how go? How did I get? How, no, I left that job. I left that job out of the freezers. Oh, That's cool. one job I didn't get the ass from. That's um, <laughs> proud moment. On one <laughs> one job, I was told if you ever want your job, it's always here for you. So, but I was like, mate, uh, I think my days of lump and meat will be over. Um, I couldn't, mm. you know, I couldn't do, I couldn't do that and build my house. There's no way my body was going to allow me to do that sort of work. Oh. You, you would, you would, in all honesty, you'd get to Thursday and Friday nights and you're pretty fucked. So, um, you, you, you're worn no out, but, um, look, fuck fit as a fiddle. I've never been, never been so fit in, in body body weight, like uh, what, do you, what do you call it? The body mass index. Like I was just well, the, the BMI. BMI. Like I did not have, I didn't have an ounce of fat on me. It was just pure muscle. Not saying I was huge and big and strong, but I was toned. Like there wasn't an ounce of fat on me. It was just tight, taut. Yeah, you name it. And would it would have been pretty strong. Though, I was Bert. strong, but I was probably weighing about seventy eight kilos of. But just pure, yeah, like I said, there wasn't 
fucking you couldn't grab any bit of skin on me. It was that tight. What about now? Now, now I'm running at eighty. Now I'm running at eighty-four <laughs> kilos. I'm pretty fit at the moment. It's good. Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. So we're looking at about six kilo of pure yeah, fat. Yeah, six kilo. Yeah. And, <laughs> and in all, in all honesty, when you think, when you look at it, um, you, you drop six kilo off your frame, and you, and you, yeah, it fucking, it it does tighten up a bit. Oh shit, yeah. So um, yeah. yeah, fucking. All right, well, um, fucking let's shut it down there on a high. Uh, episode 11, always a pleasure, never a chew. That's it, fucking oath, mate. I look forward to uh, catching up with you blokes next week. Yeah, well, fucking next week is after Easter, and then I'm coming up to Bendigo. I might drop in. For Easter or the next weekend? Nah, the weekend after, rep basketball, daughter. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. All right, All right mate. All right. Beef, been a pleasure. Oh, Mitch, Beef, take beef. it easy, boys. Don't, uh, yeah, fucking go easy on those concrete bags, all right?